and I we talk about it once a month. So, you know, it's been stopping from very valuable. Feel like you believe American Insight. Brought to you by the CEO, Tiago Lopez. And I'm very happy to, to announce to you Roberto Covaquil de Guatemala. He's the king of coffee. Uh, I've never met anyone who deals better with coffee than him. And uh, whenever you got like questions regarding coffee, you can ask him because he's got it. Right, Roberto? Hey, everybody, how are you? Uh, thank you, Tiago, Tiago, for that introduction. That one's very good, actually. Well, yeah, I, I love coffee. What can I tell you? That's so good. I'm here because I love English and you love coffee. That's, we are, that's why we are entrepreneurs, right? Exactly. Um, first of all, uh, uh, Roberto, I'd like you to share with our listeners here your experience regarding entrepreneurship and dealing with coffee, how lovely it is, how lovely you are, and uh, uh, what has been like the main struggles you've been facing so far? Well, uh, first of all, with entrepreneurship, my advice for everyone is just do something that you really love and do something that you really have a passion for it. In my case, it's coffee. So I decided to start my business uh, to open up a coffee shop and to sell specialty coffee here in Guatemala City. Uh, Guatemala is one of the top three producers of specialty coffee around the world. Specialty coffee is basically very, very good coffee. Uh, when you grade the coffee, when you taste it, you can grade it from one to a hundred. And if your coffee, it, Yes, and if your coffee it's over 80 points, that means that it's a specialty coffee. That means it's a big uh, coffee that is graded over 80 per, over 80 points. It's considered a specialty coffee, and that's the best coffee that you can find all over the world. And that's the coffee that we offer in Coffee District here in Guatemala. did you choose coffee Roberto well coffee is my passion it's something that I have it's something that I love it, it's very common here in Guatemala for a lot of people to drink coffee from a very young age so I have been in love with coffee like my grandfather used to have a far a coffee farm back in the day so I grew up seeing the process of um, having a coffee farm and then doing all the process artisanally in my house like drying the coffee and then roasting in, in the stove and then grinding it and just uh, having it in my home. So I never really have to buy coffee outside my house. So it's something that I really love and something that I'm really passionate about. And it's something that I saw the need. I saw an opportunity to create a business out of coffee because 99% of the specialty coffee that is being harvested here in Guatemala, it's exported to another countries all, or, all around the world and just 40% of that coffee goes strictly to the United States. So 
most of the people here in Guatemala, they don't have the opportunity to taste that great um, coffee. So I saw an opportunity where, and I wanted to open a place here in Guatemala where Guatemalans can go and enjoy a very good cup of coffee. That was my main goal. My gosh, I didn't know about those statistics. Um, by the way, did you used to do anything before coffee or coffee was your first uh, adventure? No, I'm a, well, my first entrepreneurial adventure, yes, I am an industrial engineer and I used to work in logistics for eight years in different com companies, both national and international here in Guatemala, like DHL and other companies. So, but then I, I follow my dream, I follow my entrepreneurial spirit and I decided to uh, give up on my job and open up a coffee shop. It's pretty much like me. Yes, I, mean, I was like, uh, I was aiming to be an industrial engineer too, and I gave it up everything to me. So no. um, by the way, like specifically about Guatemala, yes, uh, I don't know if uh, our listeners are familiar with the country. Uh, what kind of barriers do you have that you have to overcome every single day in order to be successful in Guatemala? Right. Well, first of all, is the culture, like in my type of business, because most of the people, they are not used to having a good cup of coffee because historically all the coffee was exported. So they didn't try good coffee. So it's it's also it's a very it's a good challenge in our coffee shops to teach them about coffee and to give them a, a very good cup of coffee, but also to teach them and to let them know the quality of coffee that we have here that's regarding culture and regarding entrepreneurship uh, well it's 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 not that easy to open up here a business here in Guatemala it's expensive and we don't have a lot of entrepreneurship culture in this country so it's more difficult than others I imagine you are an outlier right exactly yes totally yeah that's exactly that's that, that's how every entrepreneur should be here in Guatemala because it's very very difficult you really do not get the support either from the government or for any bank or institutions to get the funding so it's very difficult just to thrive and just to get your, your ideas started tax load very heavy in Guatemala as well? No, that's the, the that's the problem with the taxes. Like the taxes apply to everyone, even if you're a small company or a big company. So that's like the government doesn't really have a system that can support and business and entrepreneurs in the very first stages of their business. So it's difficult. I'm familiar with that here in Brazil as well. It's pretty hard. Yeah. By the way, about your current uh, position at your coffee district. From the beginning, tell us a little bit like uh, what you've been doing uh, for a while. If you want to split and share with us, actually not split. If you want to share with us some numbers, the people that you go by every day, like can you tell us a little bit about you know, what you've been doing currently. Right, right. So we open right currently. We have two locations of coffee district. Uh, the first location opened up almost two years ago and the second location opened up five months ago. 
so we have established uh, our coffee shops here in the city guatemala city and so we on average well it really depends on the days because for example um our best selling days are from thursday to saturdays and then from monday to wednesday it's our sort of regular days but like for example on average we can have in each coffee shop between 60 to 100 customers every day so it sort of varies it is it is very good like um, coffee it's something that it's very established in, in guatemala so everybody enjoys um, a cup of coffee and but we also have uh, food because that's sort of part of the culture here in guatemala here in guatemala most of the people are used to eat something with with coffee like it can be like a like a sandwich or like a salad or maybe something sweet like a, a crab so could you call guatemalans um some sort of cafeholic yeah totally totally yeah brazilians and americans they love coffee as well do you recommend people to have coffee anywhere like any time of the day specific times of the day you know that's funny because americans they used to uh, always like they don't drink coffee past i don't know four or five p.m because they say that they don't it doesn't let them sleep but like here in guatemala it's custom to have coffee at any time of the day so people will have will drink it in the morning people will drink it um people will drink it um, after lunch or even people will have it for like dinner so it's something that it's very usual to have coffee at any time of day yeah me personally i don't have coffee after 4 because caffeine is very happy for me if i have a caffeine after 4 p.m i have a very big difficulty to sleep when i need to wake up i always have coffee I always say that I have caffeine in my blood already, so I can, you know, <laughs> I can have a cup of coffee like at 11 p.m. and I will go straight to bed. <laughs> Nothing will happen. <laughs> yeah, that's unbelievable for me. Like, I can't think of it, but that's pretty good. I, I know people that they don't have that. that I love about coffee is the fact that coffee unites people you know you can either have coffee for like a business meeting you can have coffee for with a friend you can have coffee with a girlfriend you can have coffee with your mom I mean in every single situation you can enjoy a good cup of coffee so that's something that we really like and something that we really appreciate here in coffee district because we're not just giving a, a good quality product but we're also like creating relationships and creating moments so for example customers customer service is super important for us because we just want to uh, give you the best service and the best product so you can really have and enjoy a very nice moment in your day would you consider customer service the best because that makes you pass differentiate from your competition right so i will say that quality of coffee one uh, design of the spaces that we have here in Guatemala 
the designs of our coffee shops are like very particular and like very innovative, at least here in Guatemala. And number three, uh, the quality of the service that we offer. It's something that we we really give uh, we give them a lot of importance. A lot of uh, it's very important for us the customer service because it complements your experience in our coffee shop. So the the thing that I always say is that we don't we don't provide either a product or a service. We provide an experience, which is the combination, which is the combination of both. That's awesome. Like. I think every company should look for that, like an experience, the same thing we try to do here. Exactly. And that's a, like, that's a very powerful concept because in every single place that you can go, you can, you're obviously you're going to get either a product or a service, but if you can get an experience, that's something that is going to be remarkable. And that's something that you're going to be, that you're going to remember for a lot of time. And that's something that's gonna create a relationship between your company and your customer, which is the best, which is the most important thing. Awesome, awesome. I think that if everybody could understand that, that you thrive. You know, regarding more technical stuff, uh, when it comes to coffee, uh, I'm not an expert at coffee as you are, but if you could name top three coffees that are the best, which of them would you pick up? Well, that's something very difficult. Um, I will I will give you five because it's like very difficult. But like in the coffee world, like people love in general, they love they love coffee from Kenya, from Ethiopia, and from Guatemala, from Colombia as well, and yeah, maybe Panama. Yeah, but so the thing is like um, the the, the countries that can produce quality coffee are all the countries that are around the Ecuador, the line of the Ecuador around the world. So if you can imagine the planet Earth, you will see that coffee is being produced in the lower part from Mexico all the way to Colombia in the upper part of, um, of Peru and then the, and also in the, a part, some, some parts of Brazil. Um, it's also a very good coffee. And then on the other side of the world, you will have Kenya, you will have Ethiopia, you will have Sumatra, uh, and also Vietnam, which are the kind of like the countries that have the weather um, to produce coffee beans. By the way, you only serve coffee, you only offer coffee from Guatemala, right? Yes, which is something very particular because um, here in Guatemala, you are not allowed to bring coffee beans from other part of the country. It's either way too expensive. I mean, the only way that you can bring uh, coffee beans from other parts of the country is if you bring them roasted. Um, but if you bring it like green coffee, it's not, not allowed because the government of Guatemala, it's very strict with the coffee, with the quality of coffee that we have here. So they don't allow other types of coffee to enter the country so they don't mix and they don't vary or change the flavor of the coffee that we have here so you're not allowed to import coffee from kenya for example no and that's something like in, in this in this wild experience it's something that it was very shocking and important for us the fact that we were able to go to the united states and just try coffee from these different parts of the world and that was a great experience for us because we are used to having what sort of 
type of flavor with coffee, which is white amount of coffee. Uh, I've never heard of the Jacques coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually, I think I heard it from you. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like when the Jacu, Jacu is the name of the bird. When Jacu puts it, it's transformed into a coffee. I don't think it's. It's disgusting, but the taste sounds very good. It's very, very, very pricey. Right. You want to take this bird, you know, uh, have it produced in Guatemala, it's a good shot at Malquin as well. It's a good shot to have something very different. Yeah, it's exotic. It is, totally. Yeah, there's like different... In coffee, it's a completely new world. Coffee, you will find different ways of get coffee and some more exotic like those ones but it's like wine coffee it's like an entire world like wine where you can find so many things and so many products that are so exotic and there's um there's always some people that would like to try it so that's like coffee it's a very good uh, market opportunity all around the world because if you see the statistics like people all around the world drink coffee so that it's um it's a good business everywhere. So if the people that are listening are trying to uh, have a good idea, well, try it out with coffee. It always works. Awesome. Looking looking forward to the, your, the future of your company, Roberto, what are you projecting? Like, uh, where do you want to go? What do you want to achieve for the future for the following five years? So I have a five-year plan uh, established here in Coffee District. So basically, uh, what we want ourselves is to establish as a, uh, as a company here in Guatemala and to compete with the highest brands here in Guatemala as well. Um, we also want to start exporting coffee to the United States. My, I opened up this business with my younger brother, who is my co-founder, co and he currently is living in the, in the United States. He's currently living in Los Angeles, California. So our plan for this year is to start exporting coffee there and start selling coffee there. And then after that, our main goal is to someday be enabled to open up a coffee district in California. My gosh, that's awesome. That would be great. Very excited to hear, man. Like, I'm very proud of you. I'm very happy like, listening to this for you, you know? Thank you, thank you. Exactly, exactly. Like it's very exciting, but it's also very like you have to think it out loud because it's a really, really, really big investment. But I think eventually it's gonna pay off because people in the United States they just drink coffee constantly and the market is huge. So it's a very good opportunity. Start? Well, the, the way that I founded my business was two, two things. First of all, I did a personal loan with a bank. Uh, so, and the second one, it's uh, a family of mine loaned me some money. 
So that was sort of the two ways that I get founded. And I also I have some money saved. So those that's the way that I that I founded the business. And you know, it's it's I, I got into into debt. Um, it's not well, it's not the best way, but I don't know if there's really a best way to open up a business. You know, you just got have to go for it. And, and thrive and deal with every single situation that you're gonna come across to. So that's the way we did it. And luckily it paid off. I mean, we, we were profitable for month two and we, we pay our bills every single month. And you know, it's, it's, it takes patience because you don't start making money from the very beginning. It's just, uh, you have to be patient and you have to work hard to get there, but it's also very important that you're like paying your bills and everything. Awesome. Yeah, I think that money is not an excuse. You always find a way no, to, no. Get, to get it. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, we, are, we are approaching the end right now, Roberto. Um, I would like uh, to challenge you and see uh, what you can offer for the Java moment. That's the moment where you sell yourself and sell a business. And uh, I would like you to know what you have, what you've got to share with all listeners. Right? To all listeners that are listeners all around the world, if you're ever in Guatemala City, please show it up to Coffee District. You can search, you can find us on Trinify Visor, you can find us on Waze, and just come here. Let us know that you hear from us uh, because of this podcast, and we'll, we'll uh, share with you a cup of coffee. That's something that we love to do and something that it's our passion. So if you ever in Guatemala City, please don't hesitate. Come to the coffee district and say hi, please. Awesome. Yes. Roberto, thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate your time here. I wish you a day more love because love means coffee for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I wish you this. I wish you success. Quite sure you're gonna start exporting coffee to the US pretty soon. Because we're committed to your goal. I can see that I could see that for the first time we met back in Dallas actually. And then we met in, in DC. That's awesome. Congratulations for the, the great entrepreneur you are, for being audacious, for being courageous and uh, always striving to to do your best and achieve success. Well, thank you, Diego, very much. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for sharing our love for coffee here in Guatemala with Brazil and with all with all the listeners that are listening right now. And just like uh, just like I told you, if you want to keep track of us, of Coffee District, follow us. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram as coffeedistrict.gt. So it was great uh, to have this conversation with you and all of your followers. We talk about it once a month. So, you know, it's been stopping me. Very valuable. Feel like you believe. I've been. American Insight.